Aren't you tired of those proteins out there that like uh, are chalk tasting that don't um, that don't taste good that just make you feel sick to your stomach and or you're heading to the bathroom every five seconds or something like that or you're feeling bloated and you just can't you feel like you can't eat anything after it you know so try this award winning easy mixing fast digesting ISO one hundred hydrolyzed one hundred percent whey protein from Dimatize. We are now carrying it at Strong Tower Nutrition. So hop on there, uh, grab your ISO 100, and you know, uh, feel good. Isolate for it's ice it's an isolate for your muscles um, to support your muscles and to also help you get better every single day and add to your caloric intake and also taste good. Try it out. Strong Tower Nutrition. STNutrition.com. It's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. What you just man? What's going on? How you been? Uh, I've been uh, been living, man. Been chilling. Uh, steady, slow grind. Working, working every day. Um, just doing private lessons and. Just trying to hang in there during these crazy times. So, uh, so what is your work? So I do. Uh, I do well. I'm a paraprofessional in Apo, an Aquinas School District, and um, I teach martial arts and American martial arts. So I teach kung fu at night, and then para during the day. So I'm kind of like similar to the Batman, basically. So, right. so you know, normal person in the beginning of the day, fight crime at night. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then over the summer, uh, they make a little bit extra money just because teachers sometimes don't get paid that much. Um, I just been doing personal training stuff, so getting guys, uh, young like high schoolers, yeah. getting them their personal goals, either you know lose weight, just get a little bit more athletic. Right. Um, I have a couple kids actually wanted to start working um, mitt work, so I was trying to learn boxing and mm-hmm. like mixed martial arts stuff. So that's been fun. Um, one kid in particular, he's a funny dude, and he uh, he wanted to get into mixed martial arts. And uh, last time I trained him, I think he was like eight or nine. So it's 10 years later, he's like 18. And he's Jeez. like kind of like swinging at me like he's yeah. like eight or nine. I was like, no, 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 you're a grown man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I got to hit you back. So right. that's fun. And I've uh, just been working with him. Um, that's like kind of like I like doing. I just like coaching. I just like helping people with goals and just yeah. just you know, whatever you need, just let me know. Right. You know, I have some students where they were big swimmers. So I would like get in the pool with them and just stand on the, like the shallow end. Nah, cause I can't swim yet. So I didn't tell them that, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I was like, are you going to take a couple laps in the pool, do some jogging yeah. place in the pool? But they always like, you're not going to take any laps. I'm like, I'm good. Nah, I'm I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. Like, let me find some floaties or something. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, just all walks of life. I just cater to like whoever just just need it. So. Yeah, man, that's cool. How did you start? Like the very beginning of all like mixed martial arts stuff. Like, what did you start with? Like karate or? So I started um two thousand one with Chinese martial arts. So with kung fu. Kung fu. Um, okay. I actually started at the age of eight, going on nine. So I was in the summer camp program um, over at American Martial Arts. And from there, it went on just from just doing it as like a summer camp thing to actually like, you know, I actually like doing it. So my mom enrolled me into it. 
start doing the after school program and then from there it's just yeah just was training didn't did the kung fu up until probably 20 or no 2008 i took a slight break to focus on uh football and just high school sports and mm-hmm. uh got into wrestling and it was just because i think uh i got my teen black belt so once i got my black belt as a teenager it was uh not a full adult black belt but we called it a junior black belt so right. um just in our system you need to be at least 16 in order to get like a full adult black sash so it was just you know for me i was like oh, i still got two years and i'm like oh let me try to get into sports and other sports and just utilize my discipline in martial arts which mm-hmm. it helped me a lot in wrestling um definitely in football just having the coordination and just the work ethic definitely helped me from martial arts um it's funny that my only goal in sports though was to just get a Letterman. So I was like, Oh really? Yeah, I just like I just wanted the jacket because you know yeah, I see yeah. all the old movies like Teen Wolf. Everyone yeah, like, all the high schoolers had the Letterman jacket. So right, I was like, yeah. All right, well I can't get a Letterman jacket in in martial arts. So let me just try football. And then afterwards I was like, oh, I actually like it. You know, I'm a big Eagles fan, so I yeah, love yeah. football. And then wrestling coaches like, Yeah, if you're not good at um, my coach, uh, football coach said, You know. I'm your PE teacher and I saw you play basketball and you suck. So yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no way. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're not going to start. Try wrestling though. I was yeah, like, yeah. all right. And then after that, it is actually, I always, when I see him and all that, I'm like, yo, that was the best advice you gave me. I was like, I had two options. I could have just said, yeah, I suck and gave up and just, you know, went home and ate, you know, bowls of cereal and all that chill over the yeah. winter. But I was like, no, I took your advice and did something else that helped me with football. So, and I got into wrestling and, and just loved it ever since. It was crazy. Like I was playing offensive lineman, and uh, I was a hundred and like seventy, eighty pounds. But in wrestling season, alignment. I know, <laughs> I know. It's funny. Brand new school, brand new school. So yeah, they had me on the O line, and I played offensive tackle and guard. It's just because I was stronger than a lot of other heavier kids. Right, right. So it just made sense. Just like if you got someone that can block, put them out there. But um, then I wrestled, and I dropped like thirty pounds. I was wrestling like one hundred fifty-two pounds sophomore year. And then uh, 152 junior year. And then I think senior year, I was like done cutting weight. So mm-hmm. I pumped up to 160. But yeah, it was it was funny because I was still playing defensive end at a buck 60. So. And that's when it's like, you know, for me, I was like, all right, I don't really see a future in football after right. this. But at least wrestling can correlate into mixed martial arts. And yeah. it got me thinking about getting back into Kung Fu. So graduated and then I... Uh, went back to to my roots of just doing martial arts again. Um, my instructor, uh, Ron Sukarati, he gave me a call when I was co-oping and I was like, whoa, I haven't seen this number in like, you know, a couple of years. He was like, yeah, you interested in coming back, you know, just, you know, try it out. Just, you know, see, knock off the cobwebs and basically it took off from there. So like 2010, I graduated, went back and started off just volunteering, assisting with the classes and then after a while, I was like, yeah, I want my adult black sash. I can't be like 18 years old walking around with a, like a teen belt, yeah. black belt. So I grinded, worked it hard, got my black belt like in a year. And then after that, I got on, <coughs> excuse me, got on staff. And uh, yeah, I've been teaching ever since. And I've been teaching martial arts since for like 10 years now. So I know I don't look a day over 30. <laughs> really, um, pushing 28 soon, pushing 28. But yeah, it's been a... Uh, it's been a fun journey, and then yeah, and then I think that year I went back into martial arts. I went back into coaching uh, wrestling, so okay. I went back to the same high school, helped out, 
And uh, I think that kind of added to my arsenal of helping people yeah. with, like with the mixed martial arts, just having that wrestling background on top of martial art background. So, so yeah, and then it, it just kicked off from there. So this, I think that's made me kind of diverse of finding out what I want to do and yeah. stuff. So. so when you got into wrestling, did you know anything, like how to do stuff or they did you showed you that way? You know uh, so, so yeah, I was in a kids MMA program before I got into high school wrestling. So I did a little bit of grappling. I did a little bit of jiu-jitsu, not too crazy. So like I had somewhat a base of like basic takedown and uh, sprawling and just rolling. But yeah, this was definitely starting from ground zero with the wrestling. Like mm. coaches, uh, had one of my coaches, uh, his name's Pat Atkinson. He's, he's, uh, he's like a Delaware Hall of Famer, man. He's like five times state finalist. Fin- uh, finalist. He had, like, you know, just multiple, multiple, like, tournaments he just ran through. He's real, he, like, I see him as my mentor. So right. I, I actually uh, got into running because of him. So I do, like, uh, half marathon. I'm trying to do a marathon. And uh, he's training for, like, a 100 miler. So, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about, yeah, as I was saying, like, I'm still stuck trying to get past half of a marathon. So I do those a little bit more often. But, yeah, he's on another level. But, yeah, he took me from, like, I, I see him as a dad. He just took me yeah. from ground zero and just gave me the, the basics. And then I just worked, man. You know, it is, you work, work, work with the basics, and you, you win with those. So my go-to move in high school was uh, the cradle. So okay. I had, like, you know, wingspan of, yeah, like, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So right. I, just, <laughs> I just cradle people up. Yeah, if I get you down with an ankle pick, just wrap, boom, lock it up, and then, uh, I got that on the class ring, this cradle king. That's the only move oh, I did, man. Cool. It's like, yeah, this boom, snap down, cradle, 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 this cradle. It's, it's like, it's almost the point you knew it was coming. And it's yeah, just like, yeah. I used to leave wrestling matches, like forms, just throbbing, just from holding that lock. Just, it looked like I had Popeye arms. Right, like, right. On like a bean pole, because I was still 152 pounds. So, <laughs> it was good. So, yeah, so that, after that, I mean, that's kind of like my philosophy is right now with coaching wrestling, being a wrestling coach, just making sure your base is just sound and mm-hmm. it's fundamental and then all the other fancy stuff. I mean, it, it, it could work. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a move, but it's, right. like, it's not the same doing the basics. Just hard double leg. Yeah. Um, you know, I work with Becca mm-hmm. and all that. She could tell you I always say legal pain. So anything right. I can do legally to beat you up, I'm doing it and you don't like it oh well yeah exactly we could be friends afterwards yeah i mean speaking of that is she your first like fighter have you had fighters before no no so she was actually uh yeah first time ever just um flipping gears from like uh i guess high school type wrestling into Mm -hmm. like actual like getting into a cage fight so um it's definitely different from teaching kids mma to adults Mm because like you know Adults hit harder, so right. I got to make sure she's fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was awesome just working with her. As soon as I mean, you gave me the call and said, mm-hmm. "Hey," um, or you called your dad, and your yeah. dad was like, "Yeah, I know a wrestling coach," and uh, we got on board. And I was like, "Yeah, this be awesome." Like I, I like it just because the adrenaline rush. Like I'm not in the cage, but I feel like I'm out there with. Dude, them. I'm the same thing. I'm shaking <laughs> and stuff like shaking, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm bouncing around in my head. I was like. Boom, boom, just dipping and dodging. And right. it's like, I'm getting after it just in my head. And I'm like, man, this is not for me. I don't want to get punched in the face. I like uh, punching no. things. But, you know, I love watching people get punched in the face. Yeah, right. exactly. I was like, defending yourself and doing it for sport, two different things. So yes. I, 
it's definitely an honor just working with Becca. It's like like it's so much fun. Um, just rolling on Sundays and stuff. We mm -hmm. usually uh Sunday afternoon we get after it, um, catch up a little bit, and then after that we just get to work and just get yeah. ready. Whoever's the next person want to step toe to toe with her, we yeah. just train for that. Um, yeah, trying to get Heather in it too. So yeah, <laughs> trying to get Heather. In. I feel like it'd be a great matchup between the two of them. Just oh like sure, the T Rex and the Giraffe. <laughs> so. I'm trying to make it happen. I keep talking about it. I'm going to make it happen. That's yeah. the match made in heaven. Hey, man. Like, Who knows? But so is um, wrestling for MMA different at all than wrestling in, like, high school or anything like that? Uh, yeah. So, in MMA, is like wrestling is very uh, very crucial just because you got to yeah. defend shots. Um, you got to be good at taking people down with that wrestling. But, um... You think about it, like with wrestling in high school, the main idea is basically like uh, pinning someone down and you just mm -hmm. dominating that person. Where right. in mixed martial arts, you do want to dominate that person, but you also got to look to score, mm -hmm. either knock them out or look to like control them and all that. And also, it's like, you know, once you get up in the UFC, you got to sell fights. So right. no one just don't want to watch you just lay on top of someone for like exactly. six minutes right. and all that. So you actually got to do something. So, but if the wrestling in MMA, you got to kind of take people down, know how to keep them down, but also transition into jujitsu. So mm -hmm. like, if I can take you down, what I'm going to next? Like mm -hmm. I'm looking for an arm bar, looking for, you know, a choke, something, looking to take your back. Yeah. So it's like the MMA with wrestling, you got to bring jujitsu and other grappling into yeah. the mix and all that. So definitely is definitely vital because you see a lot of great USC fighters out there with that wrestling background like DC oh, uh, yeah. Triple C's that just retired uh, Khabib right you know Khabib, just, Tony Ferguson like, you know, yeah and it's just like you see them dominate other people who don't have a strong wrestling background yeah. just like dude took him down like six times in one round like yeah. ain't gotta do that for two more rounds like it's crazy so yeah because they always say too is like um so say like when a guy has a wrestling background versus a guy that does jujitsu or something like that, they always give the advantage to the wrestler. Right. And they say like if you have wrestling in your background, like you're most likely gonna win right. in MMA. And it's and it's crazy too because it's like I tell people like uh the workouts, the practice is so much harder than the actual like sport itself. <laughs> oh dude. Tell me about it. So one time I used to so I used to I played soccer in high school and I used to train with the football team. Right. And um, so I don't know. I think I was in the building one time and um, they, the wrestling coach, I don't know, I know what it was. The wrestlers and uh, the fo football players started like workout, did like a workout together or something right, like yep, that. Yep. And he said, oh, next time you got to do our workouts or whatever. <laughs> so we did that. I was like, I have never done any, to this day, I've yeah. never done something harder than that. It's different. It's definitely, and I try to keep yeah. that, that, that history going because I tell people, it's like, it's, it's harder now because it's like, you don't want to scare people away because it's almost yeah. harder now to fill these wrestling teams just because mm -hmm. uh, no a lot of kids it. are just playing one sport. Like, kids are, you know, sticking to off-season and lifting for that one sport mm -hmm. or just right. not doing multiple sports. So it's like, when I do get kids to come out for wrestling, I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to scare them, but I'm like, you guys don't even know. I didn't even scratch the surface of the workouts we were going to do. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, one time I coach, I always tell people, it was like, one winter break, we had practice, and, like, he had his tire hoodies to our ankles. Mm -hmm. And then he put, like, a 45-pound plate on the hoodie, and then, like, army crawled across yeah. the mat. And then we got up and ran stairs. Mm. And we used to run stairs to, like, the windows fog up. So, you can like, yeah, it used to be hilarious. Like, we're running with sandbags up yeah. and down stairs. 
And like we weren't done until the windows would fall. Or if like someone put down the sandbag, it's like, all right, another five minutes, you're like, so then it just hold us accountable. But it was yeah. like I told you, it was like it was different. Like, you know, I lift weights with football players, mm-hmm. you know. I worked out with track and just running and stuff, but like that's wrestling was just a hybrid. You're just like, what is this? It's like yeah. almost mental, like for you. Like you're yeah. mentally getting beat up and physically. So. Exactly. Definitely. You know, but that's what it needs to do to you because that's the kind of toughness you gotta have as a as a wrestler. Right. You know what I mean? Um so how do you feel about because I have my own opinions about it, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to know how you feel about like the way they drop weight. Okay. You know, whether it's in high school, whether it's in even the UFC, like people have problems dropping weight yeah. because they want to do so much at the last minute. Yeah. Now, yeah, weight cutting is crazy, man. Like I used to uh, not really stress about it my first mm-hmm. couple years wrestling and then like senior year like was my hardest year because like I was trying to bulk up for football and then to go from like 170 something back down to 52. Yeah. It just wasn't happening. I mean, I tried to eat clean. I was drinking water, running. I was running with trash bags, hoodies, and just was trying to make it sort of because then like in high school, they do a uh, body fat testing now. Mm-hmm. So with the body fat testing, it lets you know like how much you can actually drop and all mm-hmm. that, which is good. So you don't have. Like kids back in the day used to like like really cut like twenty pounds in a day. It was right. just like crazy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's water weight and it just I mean it's not good for you to just do that so fast. So I mean, I just saw a, like a flashback of the ultimate fighter. Yeah. Um the very first one, like I forgot who was it, but he dropped like twenty four pounds in a day. Like and like they had him in the sauna for like ten hours riding a bike, just like just depleting. Like I'm like, why? Like what like mm-hmm. with like, what is there to gain is, like, either get better at your craft at another weight class and fight there, but it's always, like, it's always, like, a mental thing, too. It's like, all right, I'm going to struggle against this guy who cut down from 82 at 70, so right. I might as well cut down to 60 and be the bigger guy down there at 60. Yeah. But then you got the whole sacrifice of, like, all right, you can't eat, like, when you were 170, you got to yeah. actually maintain, yeah. so... Yeah, I also see it as a discipline too. So like with weight cutting, like if you have the discipline to like maintain your weight and like cut oh, yeah, correctly. Yeah. But yeah, just the whole losing the weight, just a lot of weight really fast. I mean, there's pros and cons to it. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. totally against it, but yeah. I'm not like all the way for it either. Just right. because just just seeing what it does to like the like the professional level mm-hmm. and then seeing it at the collegiate level and then seeing it at you know, the youth level, high school, and all yeah. that. Because, I mean, because a lot of times people and coaches, parents too, mm-hmm. like get kids in that mindset from like youth wrestling, like you right. know, eight-year-olds trying to cut weight. I'm like, they're still trying to develop and all that. Like, you exactly. Know, and you it's can mess like, them up, yeah. Especially girls, up. especially girls. Exactly. So, I mean, like I tell a lot of people too, you see a lot of like young wrestlers where, you know, we, they always try to characterize wrestlers as these short, stocky people. I'm like, yeah, a lot of times they get them hitting the weights and just like messing with their growth process because yeah, sometimes they're like, all right, oh, you got to be like this weight by this year because this kid is graduating. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's too much, man. Just yeah. let the kids have fun. Just wherever weight you at, go at it. And that's yeah. kind of like I did. I told my coach, I was like, hey, I'm, I can't make 52. I'm going to go 60, but I'm going to bust my behind and get, you know, and still be the same person. Just I got bigger kids to toss now, so it's like mm-hmm. at 160, 171. Because as a coach, too, like it doesn't matter where you at weight 
if your coach that day say, hey, I need you to go up a weight class to go against this kid, yeah, you were doing it. Like, right. I went 20 pounds up one time, and, like, you know, I made sure my weight was, like, three pounds over 52, so I couldn't technically go 52, yeah. but then it gave me the opportunity to weigh in at 60, so then I can bump up to 70. So right. it's like, so it's like, you know, because that's what the team needed. So mm-hmm. it's like, so with weight cut, yeah, it's just funny. I mean, you know, with training people just dealing with weight stuff, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a science to it. And you got to do it right. If not, it's very taxing. It is, but what, but what hurt, like, what I don't understand is like for someone, for a sport that's been doing it for so long, right. like you think you would get it. You know, like, like people in the UFC are still struggling. Like, they weigh in shaking. Yeah. You know what and I mean? They need, like, IV. And it's like, I've, I've, um, like, I've read a lot about uh, different uh, methods that people in the UFC or the MMA in general use mm-hmm. and different coaches and stuff like that. Like, I even read about a coach who was, uh, uh, he was kind of, like, dissing, like, the bodybuilder. Um, way okay. because that's kind of what I take from because that's what I was in. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. I dropped weight doing that, and I mean, mm-hmm. I was like two fifty um, in the off season, and I competed at like one seventy five. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, but you did it. But right. I did it pretty healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't do it all last minute, and that's what I do with Becca. Yeah. Is that it takes time. You know what I mean? I was we slowly get there, and I actually have her there before she even has to go weigh in. Right, and that's my goal is to do that, and to boots for her because in that way she can still perform. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because how are you think? How do you think you're gonna perform when you're weighing in, shaking, literally, and you're starving? And that's the only thing you think about. And is only food. yeah, and because <laughs> and just because you get like a day to replenish, that that day's not enough. No, you're still you recovering know? the next day after that. Like for the fight, like during the fight, as you're walking out there to the fight or the wrestling match, whatever you're doing, you're still like recovering from that. Exactly, and that's yeah, it. man. I mean, and that's just what I've never understood. You know, but um, I mean, hopefully, I mean, like you uh, said, it's been done for years. So I mean, I think it's slowly getting to a point where. It takes someone looking in, mm-hmm. like into the sport, like people who are not in the sport anymore, but looking in and looking back to their past and mm-hmm. their struggles to say like, yeah, we got to stop doing this. This is like not like good for you. Like there's, cause like I said, like in high school, there's a hydration test where like yeah. at the beginning, like midway through October, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, have you guys line up, you know, check height, weight. This is. How much you can weigh and then now it's like digital where the kids like my guys can go online and see this week they can only be this much like weight yeah and then next week when they weigh in they can be this much so if you're looking to be a weight class under by states right you need to make sure you're on track like with this so if you try to go to like let's say i have a kid at 126 you mm-hmm. want to go 120 but he been weighing one twenty eight like almost majority of the year. Yeah, you're not going one twenty because most right. likely that week or two before states, there's your thing is saying you can only go to one twenty five. Mm-hmm. So like, so you haven't even like gotten like to that point where you can try to cut yeah. two pounds, which is not that bad, but still it's like, but it's holding them accountable. So if you do want to be that weight, you gotta do it right and you gotta maintain it. Yeah. As soon as you go up. Like, if you drop too much weight in, like, like high school wrestling, they mm-hmm. see, like, if you weigh, like, like I say, 126 again, and you weighed in that day at 125, like, okay, 
But then the next time you weighed in, you went back up to like 128. That yeah. messed your whole track. Really? Yeah. So it makes you like, all right, all right, now you're working towards 132. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not at 132 now. Yeah. Because you had a burger over the weekend, homie. And now, yeah. <laughs> now your weight went up during that weigh-in. So now you got to figure out how you get back on track. So I think hopefully they start doing that at the collegiate level. And hopefully they do it at the, the mixed martial art world. This yeah. is where um, you just... Just got to help these fighters out because a lot of times they're just, they're after it, but they're chasing a check. So they're like, they do whatever. Mm-hmm. For the Especially check. if they're doing it themselves. A lot of them don't have nutritionists and right. chefs and yeah, all and that just, stuff. And they're just going off of word of mouth and see yeah. what works for someone else. And they're like, all right, I think this works for me. I'm just not going to eat. I'm just going to fast. Like, no, no you, you yeah. can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, and then like, yeah. you know, you as a person who like work with trainers, work with back is just like, it like kind of like bothers you to know that people are doing that. You're like, yeah, it really does. It's like, <laughs> you know, cause just thinking like you're about to go fight, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're about to expend so much energy, right. but you think not eating is going to help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. Like I said, like I, I struggle with it. Like, cause I love eating. So oh, yeah, me too. I love it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when my metabolism start, you know, catching up to me, where I mm-hmm. can like eat as much as I want. I was like, oh, now I actually gotta burn a lot more because right. I used to throw down like when they say carb overload. I'm eating like two plates of pasta, right. only give me four breadsticks. Like, yeah. <laughs> load that thing up, and I'm like, boom, boom, gone. And then I'm still walking around like a twig. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know, guys. Maybe I gotta hit some more body weight stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, like now. Can't, and I gotta make sure I eat right now. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you talked about like when you started all this, you were talking about like, oh, then we just got to work, like, we just got to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking, like, when so when I was in high school, I was lazy, like, I was right. good at sports, but I was just right. lazy. I didn't care, I didn't care to get better. Yeah, you know, I only worked out with the football team because my friends wanted me to. Okay, yep, yep. you know, and I skipped every leg day. <laughs> I was, just, and I was a soccer player, that's the yeah. one that day I needed, you know. <laughs> Because um, coach would come up to me, he would be like uh, the strength and conditioning coach, uh, DT, and uh, he would come up to me, he's like, Hammer, why aren't you uh, lifting? Yep. I'm like, I'm sore, man. Like, <laughs> I laser shot. Like, no, you got to do my squat rep. Yeah, man. No, I just wasn't having it. But what gave you that drive, like as a young kid, to like want to do that for yourself? Uh, It's crazy. Like, I tell people that, you know. Everyone is bred differently. Everyone has different motivations. Um, for me, I think my motivation, honestly, was just like, I just wanted to make people proud. So it's like mm-hmm. my like my motivation is like, uh, my parents, they're like, they watch sports, you know, big in basketball, like watching basketball, like, mm-hmm. you know, mom did track and stuff, dad. Um, my dad's from the island. So he did like cricket and like, oh, um, cool. and, and played soccer where, I'm doing a sport where they're like not like have no idea like yeah. the only sign of wrestling they know is like Ric Flair and like yeah, that kind of wrestling. Yeah. yeah so I'm like so like they're getting this type of wrestling and getting like in like martial arts and fighting stuff you know they didn't really like know how to get it about it but they know like like for me to see like if I came home with a medal placing or like you know I got my hand raised like that that fed into me like I want that to keep going like that makes my parents proud so yeah. So then it got to the point where, like, as I got older, it's like, all right, like, I always want to make my parents, they're, they're, they're never not going to be proud of me. So it's like, you know, something else got to get me going. So then that's when I guess 
I think it's just like making other people proud too. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like I was proud of myself, but I was like, it felt good like to make my coaches feel like, man, like, you know, Yusuf is doing really well. Like that, like that drove, like drove me to like work better. Um, my fourth grade uh, teacher from like elementary school added me as a friend on uh, Facebook, and like she was just like, man, I'm so proud of me. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's like it keeps me motivated. Like, you know, that's why I'm a teacher now, just because. Like, I know, like, you know, from my teachers who inspired me to, mm-hmm. like, you know, to be a hard worker, I'm like, it's it's true, man. It's just, you know, iron sharpens iron. So I just want to keep passing that torch. So I hold the same standards to, like, my kids that I coach now, like, my high schoolers, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I get in their grill, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to be real with you. No one else is. Like, you know, the world's it's hard. So... This how my parents, you know, they raised me up to like to be like, you know, be ready for just anything. And yeah. that's what I do. I take everything and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get mine. So I'm not gonna like right. nothing's handed to me. So if I didn't earn that win, you know, I'm just like, all right, I gotta do something to earn it. Like yeah. uh, in wrestling there's forfeits. So like if someone's not in my weight class, I just go out there, get my hand raised, right. and just went for the team. Mm-hmm. But that used to kill me in the inside because I'm like, I did I I practiced do anything, six, right. seven hours this week made weight I, like worked hard and all mm-hmm. that and i just got my hands raised i'm like yes i made weight that was half the battle but i'm like i didn't really battle so yeah. i used to like you know just like still work out right after my coach like i said earlier crazy crazy coach he's used to have us like at the end of um our matches we used to have to run stairs until the next person match was done right so regardless like you know who was up, doesn't care if it was your boy and all that, you, you're in the stairs running until yep. they're done. So Jeez. so either you had a quick run if someone had a forfeit or if it was a long overtime match, you're running stairs. So, um, so yeah, like I said, it just takes, it just takes this something dig deep to just make other people proud and just happy. Like that's crazy. Like that's my self-motivation is making right. others feel good and just, you know, just proud to say like, yeah, I knew Eustace, man. Like, yeah, he, he works hard. Like, I can give him this, this, and this. He's gonna try and build an arc with it. He don't doesn't know how to, but yeah, he's yeah. gonna do it. So, yeah. and that's how I am, man. You just give me something. I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go head forward and just get it done and just yeah. get after it. So, yeah, man. Because I always think, like, I see young kids and stuff like that, like in middle school or high school, and they just have this drive. And I'm just like, how do you have that at such a young age? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because I guess just because I didn't. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't really, like, I played sports, and I was good at it, but that's that was about it. I had no, I didn't want to go to college for it, to play, you know. Um, I had, like, friends that went to Wilmington, and they were like, oh, my coach wants to want you to come here and play. I'm like, no. No. You know, um, you know, I just had no desire to get any kind of, any better, you know, or anything like that. But then, um, I think it wasn't until, like, after or when I found bodybuilding. I know it was something that clicked. Yeah. It was something that changed. Like I did a total one eighty. Mm, okay. You know, like um, I would have never considered myself, or you could talk to anyone. Like, like I didn't care about anything. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I shook everything off. You know, I had nowhere in the world. Like I failed um eighth grade. I had to do that over. Um, I did summer school every year in high school. And none of that bothered me. I just didn't wow. care. Yeah. That's so, yeah. It, is. <laughs> it was just like. Well, isn't that cool to like look back at that too? Like it's to cool see, to look yeah, back yeah. now. At the time, like it sucked, you know. Yeah. But to look back now and the fact that I've done a 180 and I've changed 
and I have a drive to do certain things, mm -hmm. um, to make a life for me and my wife that we've never dreamt of, yeah. uh, to have fun and just do what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see too many people um, going to their jobs and just like dragging. Yeah. And just like, oh, I wake up and even the people I work with, man, like, it, I don't know. I just feel like, um, I don't know what the word is, like, not lucky because I built this for myself, mm -hmm. but um, I just feel, I don't know, I feel bad for them. Right. I'm just like, you come here and then you go live and sleep at home for 12 hours and then you wake up and you come back here. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that. No, it's just, like, boring. It's like, uh, somebody told me it's, like, uh, the difference between, like, a job and a career, man. Like, yeah. you know, I, I can count on it, like, my hand. Almost both hands on me, like, different jobs that I had, man. Like, I worked on pools. Yeah, I me too, at, yeah. Uh, Sudoku on 95. I did security. Mm -hmm. um, I did, uh, what else? Shoot, I was a, uh, I co-opted because I was at a Votex school at St. George, so I had the co-ops. I had that yeah. job. Um, I worked at PJ Fitzpatrick. That was like my first job at 13 years old, going door to door. So I was like, I yeah. had jobs, yeah. but it was just waking up, going there, and then doing what I love is what I'm doing now, like my career, like yeah. interacting with people, working out, uh, training people, training like myself. Like I still like feel like I need to make sure I'm sharp with my tools because like you know right. it helps other people sharpen their tools. They're like, yeah. oh, like yeah, practice team, what you preach. Exactly. If my yeah. teachers don't care how he looks or you know carry himself a certain way, like yeah. why should I care? It's like, you know, and it's like and I'm capable of doing it. It's not like I lost any abilities of running or any abilities right. to do anything. So mm -hmm. I was like, I don't wanna I don't want to sell myself short because then I was like, you know, like you said, you feel so bad when you see people just like, just, just go through the motions and mm -hmm. stuff uh, and just see them just, just, it's, there's no, like, there's no flair to it. There's no like spark. That's, yeah. I, I totally understand what you're talking about. I, and like I said, that's why, you know, that's why I do what I do. It's just because yeah. like, I need that. Like I can't, like this whole being uh, home and doing the online stuff mm -hmm. and teaching online, it, it hurt, it, like it killed me. Yeah. It is bad. Like I, like it's like seeing the kids and teaching them through the screen was cool because yeah, I get yeah. to see them, but right. it's like it wasn't the same. Like I don't yeah. have that same pep in my step and all that. It's just yeah. like, all right, well, see you talking through the screen from the screen. It's like I couldn't wait to get back into like some type of one on one or yeah. even, uh, even now like I'm back and doing group classes, but mm -hmm. we have them like you know six feet apart. Yeah, and, um, and living it to ten kids per class, but right. still it was like yes, like. You should you know, do something. Yeah, Dude. something is just like, and that's like, I get, I wake up early and I'm like ready to rock. Like, Dude. you know, I'm ready to go 6 a.m. I'm up, breakfast in me. I'm like, let's go. Let's, you know, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's fight the day. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, nothing has changed for me too much because like, so I, I do security now. Okay. And so that's considered essential. So I've been working this whole time. Oh, and then Heather works it from home. Okay. Um, so we're fortunate enough to be doing, like, still working, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, I mean, the only thing that's really changed is, like, we just can't, you have to wear a mask when you go out. Yeah. So we don't really go out. <laughs> you know, we get everything sent here. Yeah. You know, now that you can do that, just have it show up at your door, I'm like, all right, yeah, do that. Anything, food. Do that. Gifts, anything that's yeah. right at your door. But how's like you and your wife? Like, how you guys handling this whole thing? So like my wife, she's an uh, she's a certified occupational therapist assistant. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't want to kind of sell her short with her field because I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, like yeah, I don't want to say like yeah, I like it's a, like it's crazy. I'm not that knowledgeable in it. Like my yeah. my perspective of it, she's like a teacher slash nurse slash physical therapist slash speech therapist slash this. Yeah. This is so much an OT that goes on that she does it all. Like right. you know, and it's crazy. I'm like, how do you balance all that? Just like she's working with my niece right now, just working on uh, just writing correctly. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a whole proper way to like yeah. you should function and write. I'm like, man, I don't think I got that. I don't think I got that. Because my handwriting is horrible. Like I got chicken scratch. So like my wife does that, and then um, so she's been doing a lot of like online Zoom also. Yeah. Like, but with her, she also worked with a lot of kids with different abilities. So it's like it was definitely tougher for her because it's like it's not just her and that kid. Like mm-hmm. she's her. The child, the parent, the nurse, uh, another therapist. Yeah. And it's just like overwhelming where she's used to just being one-on-one in person working right. with the kids. So it just took time for us to like adapt. So that's one thing is like, you know, I love it for is just we're both on the same page with adapting. Like you can yeah. throw something at us and we're just like, all right, we figure out how to like how to adapt to it. Yeah. And then we're like we're back to like all right this not this is the new normal for us we're online we're zoom we're mm-hmm. one-on-ones this is the norm so there's no more like uh we used to have this talk of just like when things get back to normal there's like there's no getting back to normal it's just wherever you're doing then that's the new normal so you just yeah. gotta you know new normal is just everything getting dropped off at the house you know? yeah <laughs> i mean it's just going like it's going with the punches. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, things are going to change after you get hit in the face. Yeah. New strategy, a new way of going and pushing yeah, that yeah. person out. So, exactly. So, it's the same way we think, man. It's just, we get got punched in the face with a, with a virus and now we're like, all right, what are we going to do now? Are we going to just lay there so Corona can keep kicking us? Or yeah, we're going yeah, to exactly. swing back. So, we're swinging. Exactly, and, man. We're swinging and thriving, so that's 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 one thing I can say that you know this didn't really you know hurt us that much, but we do miss seeing all our friends and stuff and yeah, getting yeah. together. That 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 dude kind of take a toll because you know I'm always itching to get out because I'm a social butterfly. I'm just right, like, right. You know, I'm gonna play cornhole. I'm gonna get out and barbecue. Like, Damn man. I want I want to just be out of the house, and it's just tough. So <laughs> yeah, I mean for me, like I was very. Um, I was very cautious when it first came out, when we didn't right. know anything about exactly. it. You know, yeah. but over time, I I look at the numbers and I do my research. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sitting there watching the news. I'm not oh. getting anything from them. Right. Because yeah. I was like, nah, man. Like it's they're so just sad. It's depressing. You, know, you got the doctor that everyone's telling you to listen to, and he's flip flopping. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, man. You can't. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. That's all it takes. That one time you're you're uncertain and you're supposed to be the one that of like the everyone that the, the US is looking to. Right. And you're flip flopping. You know, you can't do that. So, you know, I go to different websites and different, you know, um media outlets right. that I think yeah. are credible. Sources, yeah. yeah like man, right. paper. Was, you gotta have credible sources. And once yeah. you get your list of sources and like they add up, then mm-hmm. that's how you're gonna like dictate what you wanna do next. So Yeah, because even on social media and stuff you can you can see those videos or anything and mm-hmm. you don't know when that video started. You don't know when that person hit record. Right. You don't know what happened before that. Yeah. You, you know or what happened after. What happened after and that's and that's yeah. it's crazy because it's like, you know, and it's, it's hard for me because, like, you know, I 
used to live with my grandma okay. when I first graduated high school. Yeah, I lived yeah. with her, took care of her. And um, so I understand the whole, like, watching out for the elderly who are immune system. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, and, yeah. And it's like this. And I totally respect that and understand yeah. that. Yeah. And it just got to the point where it's like, all right, it's me and my wife now, we're, you know, young 20-something, late 20-somethings, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we're we're capable of bouncing back yeah. and all that. We're healthy. We're st- keeping our distance. So it's like, why do we have to change that much more where, like, we're not likely to exactly. get sick off it? So exactly. it's like, I, like I said, I understand the whole carrier thing. Yeah. And can, I, I respect it, understand it. It makes sense to me. I understand. It I took science class. I understand. Yeah. I, I totally yeah. understand. But at the same time, I'm like, if I'm not going to bring any type danger to anyone yeah. else, like... I don't think I should be isolated in an igloo right. anymore for any right. longer than I need to be. So yeah, and then also science tells you isolation is probably one of the worst things okay. to do for your immune system. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's like it's back and forth. It's yeah. like oh, what do, what do you choose to believe? You know, and the fact that you make it political, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, but yes. And it's always I mean, a root of a lot of things, just yeah. politics. So I mean, this year will go down in history. It'll be in the history books. Yeah, the year of twenty twenty. Kids, kids, man, like almost generations are going to be still talking about what Dude, happened in twenty twenty. I was telling someone the other day. I was just like, um, "Yeah, man, it all started with Kobe." Yeah, it all started with Kobe. I was like, "Yo, just imagine what happens when Michael Jordan dies." Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, I don't even want to think about because you're just like. You know, everyone was just watching that whole last dance and all that. And now you're thinking, Dude. like, you know, something happens at hell. Just, like, just, like, everything from, like, this is, like, I can just, like, I personally just think, like, either, like, you know, something else is going to pop up that's more crazier than COVID. Or just, like, just, like, all his merchandise. Like, just when Kobe died, like, the amount of money, like, people were Dude. spending for some, like, memorabilia. And I'm, like... Yo, you know me personally, like, people walk around and have a pair of J's and they already pay crazy amount for like, and the fact that it yeah. wasn't just him, it was his daughter. Yeah. That was supposed to be... Uh, like, people thought that she would be the first girl to play in the NBA. Right. She was like... If you see her highlight film, yeah. like, she was cooking kids of all ages, all gender. Like, she was she was cooking you. Like, she yeah. was baby mama. Yeah. It was crazy. And, like, I'm a huge, like, you know... Kobe fan because he came from Philly. I'm born oh, yeah. in Philly, so like I, I'm like I have huge support. You know, I'm still a Sixers fan. I still oh, yeah. show love out in LA. I'm like, yo, he's that guy, man. Oh, and no. like he and like that mentality he has is just like that's what like we're talking about and like earlier with like wrestling, just having that mindset and motivation yeah. to get after it. Like that's where you know, want to be. Like and like and that's you know sometimes I thought of myself like that too like that mentality like I'm getting after it I don't care who's in front of me you know Kobe went against yeah. you know Shaq when he left he went against Jordan he went against like all those great Hall of Famers and just yeah. like didn't phase him he was just another person that he's gonna have to I mean after. even as a kid when they uh, when he first got into the league uh, I heard a story someone was saying like they were like oh yo Kobe we're gonna go out blah 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 he was like he was like, um, nah, I got practice at four. He was like, well, they're like, practice is until whatever time. He was like, right. no, I have practice at four. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, that's he was a young kid. That's what I'm saying. It's different. That's what we saw about earlier. It's different to have that motivation, man. And that's what, that's what made him what he is, you know? And it's, it's funny to see that because it's almost, um, not, him and Jordan have similar mentalities, you know? Right. Um, I think he, 
I think as Kobe got older, his mentality became more like Jordan's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But like uh, that kid, that like do whatever you have to do to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, he embraced that himself. It's like who would like who what in other sports like who was like that? Yeah, I. It's hard for me to think of that, and it's you know like, I mean? and it's, it doesn't matter the sport either. I mean, you get, see people who are close to it, you know, like yeah. you know, Serena Williams. She's yeah, Serena you know, Williams. It is just hard, like. Uh, well, you hear about stories about her and Venus, the way they trained getting older, right? But they were pushed a lot by their dad. Yeah. So how much is that was them? You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying too. Like I'm trying to think too. It's just like Tiger every Woods, sport, yeah, I don't Tiger know. Woods, yeah. right? Um, the one I know because I know his background. I know he what what he went through and what he did is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, 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 right. His um, so he had moved to L. A. and then um, he was doing something, and then he got a call that his dad died. She was, and they were telling him when the funeral was. He was like, "Oh, I can't come. I got to train." I was like, whoa. And then the guys were like, that's why he was a shark in a pond. Right. Like, it's, he was a shark. It's a different mindset, man. There's different like, There's different sharks out there. That's the saying. There's there's some great whites, and then there's, you know, little hammerheads here, a little whale shark here, but those yeah. great whites, man, they're different, man. They're, yeah. They have that mentality of the coastal, man, coastal killer. Just get out there, and whatever, yeah. whatever craft you're doing, get after it, so... I like Arnold, man. It's crazy that I didn't even know that. I didn't. That's you just told me. So I didn't know he yeah, like, did it on his day. His that. mentality was on another level. Yeah. It's like um, you ever well, you gotta watch the movie uh, Pump and Iron. So okay. it's like a documentary, bodybuilding documentary. It has it's mostly about Arnold, and it has Lou Ferrigno in it too. Oh, okay. Who played the Hulk, and wow. um, and uh, their mentalities. It was just different level. Yeah. Like I saw something level. like that. I think uh, who's it? Ronnie Coleman. He had something on Netflix, and I saw that, and it's like, that's crazy, man. That's a whole other sport too. Like, I mean, you did it, so you know, bodybuilding. That's dude, crazy. Ronnie is a different animal in a way that he was just so genetically gifted. <laughs> yeah, man. So genetically gifted. They did. People swear about like all the gear and the steroids that he's done. Mm. He gave a list of what he did, and it's not that much. As much as you would think he would be taken, it's yeah. not that much. He was just naturally a big dude right. and naturally shredded dude. You know what I mean? Well, it was funny because he was on um, the Joe Rogan podcast, and I actually talked about it on one of my podcasts earlier. Um, Rogan was like, oh, how, what was your lowest body fat? And he was like, 0.33. He was like, you mean three? He's like, no, point. Three three. Less than a half. That's crazy. I was like, well, it's not true. You know, right. because you, you have body fat that hold that takes care of your organs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're gonna have like at least one percent. At least I think that's the lowest that at least you know yeah. someone's gotten. Um but yeah, I mean you watch his training videos. Yeah. It's crazy. Like that's what I'm saying, like no. like I always crack up because you know, he'd be rocking. Jean shorts and all that, just like yeah. old school, just old iron, like nothing too fancy, and just a lot of plates. Well, he it. started bodybuilding because um, the gym he went was going to. He was like uh, the guy that owned it was like, "Hey, you ever compete?" And he was like, "No." Right. And he was, <laughs> he was like, "You should." He was like, "Okay." He's like, "I don't have any money." 
He's like, I'll pay for it. And he's like, and I'll give you a free membership if you um, compete. You know, so he was like, I was just doing it for the free membership oh, to the gym. Gosh. Yeah. And then he ended up winning his first Mr. Olympia. His and coach, I was like, and coach then, is a great coach. Like, that's a great coach right there, man. <laughs> he knew it. He knew it when he saw it. He just that's, that's what it is. You know, same thing with Arnold. They saw it and they brought him over to LA and then he was like a, um, uh, one of those, I don't know, just someone that his personality just stuck out. You know what I mean? And then you hear the work that he put in. Not He took his bodybuilding mindset and put it into acting, put it into his voice lessons, put it into like whatever else he did, being a governor. Yeah. yeah he did true. everything. His resume is pretty stacked, man. Like, it's crazy. He's still doing stuff. He's like, still, yeah, doing he's stuff. still doing stuff. Still doing stuff. Still popping in movies here and there. Yeah. Like, still, it's crazy. And yeah. the fact that told, people told him he would never do anything in like show business, like he has the most like most quoted um like lines in movies of all time. Yeah, I mean, I say all the time, you got to get down. Like, yeah. I try to put on the accent yeah. all the time, man. Like, you do it all the yeah. time. Like, get to the chopper. Yeah, see? Yeah. Like, you do it. You just, like, know anything, but you're like, yo, I quote him a lot. Man. Exactly. It's yeah, crazy. people don't even know it. He's definitely, definitely, like I said, I I, I definitely love him, like, love him in, like, in the, in the movies and all that, yeah. and Terminator and stuff. Um, His newer stuff, like, when he got in the Expendables, I was excited for it. I was yeah. like, yo, because, like, just seeing like like people don't understand like a lot of people just know him from like his acting or even new, younger cats just know mm-hmm. him as the governor and all that they don't see where he came from and like what like like old Arnold like that Arnold up there like no one knows that Arnold like yeah, yeah. younger guys and I'm like dude it was a problem yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> say, oh yeah imagine if he would have gotten the fighting or something like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you know, nah well yeah his mindset wouldn't take long wouldn't yeah. take long but. So you said you were um, Sixers fan. Like, what do you think of the NBA that's coming up? Like, what do you think about what they're doing? Um, I love it. I love that we're getting. Uh, you think you'll still want to really want to watch it, or? I mean, I I will want to watch it if if the, the players play. If the players play it like yeah. like they're supposed to, like like full. You know, getting after it, wanting to win, wanting to win that championship still. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, I'm watching it. But, but if they're tiptoeing around, not, yeah. you know, being cautious because they're still worried about things and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd rather just, you know, find something else to watch. So, I mean, yeah. that's the, that's what sports is, man. Like, yeah. sports is like, uh, it's meant to be entertainment. Yeah. It's meant to be if you're like watching it, it's supposed to be entertainment, and that's why a lot of the, the owners and GMs of almost all sports they try to get people in line who people want to watch. Yeah, you don't want to watch something that's not entertainment. You're like, why should I spend you know thirty bucks for a hot dog if like I'm not being entertained? Like, right. I can go sit at a zoo mm-hmm. and like watch animals for thirty yeah. bucks and have a good time. Like, I'm gonna come watch you or something like or pay for pay per view. So, I hope. I'm hoping that it, like, you know it's guys still saying like all right well we're still trying to get a chip so it's, yeah it's, it's, and I think that's the majority I think that's the majority right. of, you know there you got some players that um that are opting out not to play whether because of the protests or whether right. because of you know COVID mm-hmm. but um yeah I think the most I think majority will play right. and um and having no fans doesn't bother me I thought it would but it no. doesn't doesn't you know like watching in watching the UFC actually like actually like it more. Because you can hear more. 
You can hear more. You can hear the uh, the the like the craft behind it. You can hear the coaches, yeah. the the mindset, and all that. You can hear the skin on skin. Yeah, just like, the you're, just like, you're like, man, that actually hurts. Yeah. So it's oh, like, yeah. so when like that's another thing. Like when people's like, oh, it was a boring fight. I'm like. Just because he didn't get knocked out, like he took a whooping, man. Like mm-hmm. he, like, did you not hear that? Like yeah. that's, and that's like one thing. Like I hope more people will start watching like these, like, like no crowd fights because yeah. like it's so much more to it than like gladiator just in a coliseum and you're just right. like take his head off. Like it's more to it. It's a sport. Yeah. So that's what all sports, man. It's like it's a craft, and yeah. um, I'm hoping you know my Sixers. You know, like I said, like I'm. Big time Phillies fan till I yeah. die. I'm just yeah, me too. Sixers, yeah, Phillies, everything. Yeah. You know, Flyers, just Philly, everything. Yeah. Like you know, so I'm hoping that that the Sixers, you know, healthy. You know, I'm, like I'm, I've been trusting this process since AI left. So <laughs> since Dude. the hours left, I've been trusting the process. So I'm hoping that some of you know us getting into playoffs these last couple of years been nice. But I'm like we we gotta get to the next step. We gotta get over that. Yeah, you, you like, gotta do something out. in there, you know, because. It's it's something with Ben Simmons and Joel. They just right. can't play together. Because they both want, you know, they want to be the star. And it's, you got to understand just your place, man. You just got to understand your role. Yeah. And it's like you got to understand that it's a role where it's like it's it's more than you. Like right. your, your goal is to get a championship. Mm-hmm. It's not like MMA or wrestling where it's just 1v1. This is you versus one other person. You got four other guys, ten other guys on the bench. Like yeah. it's a team effort. And yeah. it's like you got to figure out maybe I got to take less shots so that, you know, you can excel or I can yeah. pass the ball more, get the ball out of my hand more so we can put up points so right. we can actually win games. So yeah. And just stay healthy. That's mm-hmm. another thing just with athletes, you know, just health is a big factor. So you can see all yeah. these great athletes, you know, on the court are phenomenal, but they can't stay healthy. It's like they don't do any justice. And it's like, you know, like uh, KD, love KD. I think he's, yeah. he's a cold artist shooter. Like he's a scorer. Oh, yeah. Like he can score. Yeah. And it's just, Same with Tyree. Yeah. Like those guys, like, those yeah. dude, like I would want them on the Sixers. Like, yeah. But they can't stay healthy. So, yeah. like, it does just no justice. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the to the NBA getting back. Like you said, just with COVID and uh, even with the protesting, um, you know, I totally respect Kyrie. I respect any players who feel like, you know, they, like, this, that, that's their platform right. to. You know, to say let's make a change with stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that's I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. totally perfect with that. Is if that's your calling? Right. Go ahead. Go at it. Hundred percent. My only issue with Kyrie with that is that he never he never said anything publicly before that. Right. He wasn't even talking about it until then. And it's like, and that's what a lot of people were saying. It's like, yeah. hey, you haven't like voiced anything. You haven't said anything. Anything. Right. And it's like, and it's. And it's the thing that's like normally shoots people in the foot. Like if like mm-hmm. if, like what's triggering you? Because then people are going to try to look at like, is there someone in your air about it? Is it you know who's in your air about it? Where if it's just you and you just never had the courage or heart to say it, yeah, go ahead and say that. Like like mm-hmm. don't make it seem like it's something you always you know have passion right. for. Because right. like, no one's seen that. No one like heard you once. Seen yeah. you at any type of rallies at all. Exactly. No, this is a big thing, and it's like. Is it because your team's not part of that twenty two? That's like yeah. not like I was like, right, right. so I was like, like I said, like I'm, I am a hundred percent, you know, behind anyone's their opinions. If that you feel strongly like you shouldn't play because you want to set, set something, 
go ahead and be about it, but make sure you do it the correct way. Make sure you back it up with facts. Make sure uh, you don't, you know, don't don't shoot yourself in the foot. Like mm-hmm. I just saw, what's his face? Uh, Steven Jackson. Oh, uh, dude. With his thing, like, he did so much. He's just pioneering uh, like, and he's been doing so well. You're yeah. just behind him. You're like, glad that he's doing and then he just goes and like takes the side of like of Hitler it was like the whole like thing with Deshaun Jackson was saying. Yeah. You're just like, what? <laughs> like, and yeah. then it's just like then it just takes away your credibility. Like yeah. that's all it takes. Like you said earlier with the whole, like the doctors flip flopping things. Yeah. You just you do that once, man. People already like they 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 gonna check you out. They're just gonna boom tune you out, and it's like, all right, well you you can't figure out what what side you're on yourself. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I, I'm like I said, I I'm excited to watch basketball again. I'm excited to see my Sixers get a get another trophy, get another ring. I'm looking forward to partying in Philadelphia with a yeah, championship. So need something. Need something. And sports, man. We need sports. Sports yeah. is uh, entertainment, and you know I don't know what sports you like, but I try getting yeah. in the uh, cornhole. I seen cornhole. cornhole. <laughs> well, you gotta watch um, you gotta watch the AFL. Oh, okay. Australian football. Oh, I that's see. that's what I've been into. Okay, I been see. Into, Your dad told me about it, but I haven't really gotten dude. to watch it yet, man. Yeah, is man. It, it comes on um, ESPN. It comes on Fox Sports. Is it like yeah. rugby? Like, is it like, yeah, like it looks like it? Looks but like it's rugby. not. It's a lot okay. faster. Oh, a lot wow. faster. Bigger hits. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. guys jumping on top of each other. Like, uh, there was a guy that explained it. He was like. You know how you uh, people get mossed in the NFL? Mm-hmm. That's all Australian football is. Guys nice. getting mossed like yeah. crazy, like that's, catches that's over the back. Yeah. That's what you want to watch. That's entertainment. You want to see it's that. It's so quick. There's barely right. any stopping. Like even when guys are hurt, and there's a little roughing, like they're fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this morning, my team, um, we got whooped, but um, they were uh, the other team has an American. He's the only American in the AFL, and he's six ten. He's the tallest to ever play in the AFL. Yeah. He just throw it up, right? And just his arm up, just like he's not, no, because he's not even that good. What? Yeah. He's tall, but he's not really athletic. You know what I mean? That's I'm like, crazy. you think him being so big, he will grab everything, but he yeah. doesn't. Yeah. These guys around him are just so athletic and they're just so good. Right. You know, but it's such a fast, uh, fast-paced game, and it's just um, I don't know, it's so much fun to watch. That's crazy you, you know? say that. It's just like you know, as a coach. That's what coaches look for, though. Like, like I said, you be in the hallway, you see a kid. Uh, like for me, if I see a kid walking around like five four, five five, yeah. looks you know nothing over a hundred twenty, mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you wrestling, you wrestling. Like, you wrestling. <laughs> if I see you, you're like six two, six three, about over two hundred pounds, I'm like, oh yeah, you're wrestling. Go ahead yeah. and play football, but you gotta wrestle like heavyweights. I'm like, I'm gonna get you in the best shape, like wrestling. So I was like, your football coach is gonna love that you wrestle. Like, get yeah. out and wrestle. So. Yeah, and just, it's funny that you say that, like, you know, seeing someone 6'10", you're just expecting so much. You're like, yo, yeah. that's dude going to put it between his legs, dunk it or something. Yeah. And you're like, he can't even leave the ground. Yeah, like, you would think. <laughs> you would think. I mean, you'd be like, oh, give me some of that height. Give me exactly. some of your, like, give me some of your That's what I'm saying. Even, like, when I trained with the wrestling team at one time, the coach tried to get me to wrestle. Right. I was like, no, nah, I like basketball. Right? Exactly. And, you know, you know me kids, I lose the basketball. I was just oh, like, coach, I, I, I'm thinking more of the basketball. I'm like, but they only can put five kids on the court, man. Like, at least you're starting. Like, you're going to you're yeah. gonna start. Like, everyone gets to wrestle. You know, like, they don't know the whole, like, forfeit thing. But I was like, everyone gets to wrestle. Like, everyone. There's no cuts in wrestling. Like, you cut, 
like you like quit yourself. There's no cuts. Though. So wrestling's not getting bigger like in high schools or anything like since the UFC is getting bigger. Uh, no, it's it's that's it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah, that's weird. and it's like the same thing. I was like, I tell people, it's like you know, not everyone likes getting punched in the face. Yeah. So the same thing with wrestling, not everyone likes getting slammed and like pretzel up and stuff. So but maybe it's, it's like, wearing the the suit. And that's what I thought too. Like I thought it would be the singlet. Like it took me, yeah, it took me a while for like when I started too, because like you know I was a football player and I was content playing football. But mm-hmm. then like even in Kung Fu, like we had our, our gi and our uniforms, yeah. and it still wasn't like tight like that. It was like wasn't wearing like a press shirt. And then like once I saw like the singlet, I was like, I was on the fence on, especially like freshman year. I was like, yeah, I'm not getting any girls with this. Like I'm like, and after a while, like like you know, Coach jokingly was like. Oh no, you're gonna get all the girls. You get to show off your muscles and all that, man. He's like, it's like the biggest confidence booster. And like, I was like, and I took that too and I just ran with it. I was like, yeah, if I wear this, man, like, I, it's just, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I just was like, boom, all right, look at me. I'm like walking around and I like, and I still this that. I was like, I still look like, like a fool wearing that thing. Yeah, but you yeah. know, like, uh, you know, builders, the bodybuilders be wearing yeah. that, the singlets and all that. It's just, it's something you just don't like, just like, go to like yeah i'm gonna wear that it's not something you're like you know i'm gonna get yeah. a discount of that and like it's crazy because um uh they're changing this the uniforms in like high school wrestling where there's options so you have the singlet still oh, wow. you can wear uh a compression shirt with like kind of mma shorts like like kind of like the muay thai shorts so like they're got to be like so kind of like jujitsu no yeah and the nogi shorts yeah, 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 yeah. And so basically like you have that and then the third option which is just weird it's like you might as well just wear the singlet. You can wear a compression shirt with the compression shorts. Like you, it's like looking like you're in the combine or something. Right, right? right. So I'm like, if you wear the shirt and the compression shorts, you might as well just wear the singlet. It's the same thing, and it's like yeah. it's it's like a mental thing. There's like, right. nah, it's different. Like, I just want their nipples hitting. <laughs> they really pop out. Yo, funny story. Like I had uh, we said this is this you know high schools in high schoolers we used to like take bets like on the rest of the team like when the heavyweights used to wrestle oh like, right who's gonna have a nip slip and we used yeah, to yeah. bet granola bars and Gatorades on it like yo I bet you in the second period like his nip is gonna slip out and we used to like do stupid bets like that I'm like man high schoolers are turds man like now like as oh, I'm yeah, coaching dude. them and I get mad at the stuff they do and I look back what I was doing I was like oh it's just full circle man it's yes, just, man. It's just karma like. Like, my kids now, like, on the team, they do crazy stuff. And I'm just like, why? Like, you guys are so weird. Like, why is this a thing? And they're like, nah, this is the new wave, coach. This is the new drip, coach. This is, this is what we do. And I'm like, nah, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> like, like uh, one thing that gets me is just the warm-up. Like, you like, like my coach embedded in my head, before you get on that mat, you're warmed up. Yeah. Jump roping, moving it, like... My guys, man, they be sitting there playing solitary. Like, yeah. See, I couldn't do that. They don't, they don't give me money yeah. <laughs> Like, I have guys that sleep. And it's crazy because, like, they get up and win. Like, and yeah. it's like, and that's what I tell people. As long like, as they I, do that. I can't knock it. I was like, whatever they're doing works for them. Like, yeah. you know, just walking around. Like, like you know, me, I'm like clubbing, getting stance motion. Mm-hmm. Guys are just walking, pacing back and forth at the tournament, checking the bracket. This boom. And it's like, as like. Like, I'm looking back like, man, my coach would have just lost his mind if he saw that. Yeah. Like, he'd just be like, he'd be ready to kick off the team. Like, you better have a jump rope. Like, when he come to say, are you ready? And you're the next on that mat. Like, you better be, like, sweat on your forehead to get out there. Because, right. you know, you want your body just already ready for that fight. You don't yeah. want to be sitting there just cold. And then 
So when they shoot on you, you're like, oh, now I got to wake up. Like, mm-hmm. you should be already awake getting after it. And, right. like, my guys are the opposite. I was just like, I don't know if it's a generational thing or what, but this new, like, group mm-hmm. of, like, teens that I'm coaching in, they, they get after it just, like, it's just, like, like late blooming type warm-ups. It's just when they get out mm-hmm. there, it clicks. And I'm like, and like I said, like, you know, it frustrates me, but I'm like, they're winning. If we were losing, right, yeah, yeah hey, we right, try right. to fix it. But since they're winning, I'm like, Yes, I gotta like and it, like even like it's like all right. Well, they're not gonna beat like good guys with that mentality, and they are. They beat good guys. I had sure. um, Red Lion uh, had their first state placer. Like I like uh, one of the kids, Joe Pargo, man. He's a real nice kid. Um, he's the reason why I started coaching at um, Red Lion. Like I started, I was at St. George's my whole life coaching, and because I went there in um, eighth grade, his eighth grade year five years ago, he was like he was in cheerleader. And he's just like, you know, I used to wrestle back in the day and all. He's like, I kind of want to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, for really want to get? I was like, and I was like, and like for him, it's even more crazy because like he's used to wearing crazy stuff because he's yeah. cheerleading. So yeah, he's right. like, singlet is not gonna. It's actually a lot better for him when he get to show off his muscles and stuff. But um, yeah, he uh, started at one thirty eight with me, and then like last year, like every year, he was placing higher and higher in the conference. And then when he finally got the bid to go in the states. He uh, got. He started off with like one win at states, which is just a huge accomplishment. At that, like yeah. getting the states oh, yeah. is one thing, but winning a match at states too, because you're going against other guys across the state right. that are just top tier or even better than yeah. you. And then a year after that, you he, he start when he was one match shy of uh, placing at states, mm. and then and then like this past year, he ended up um, once he got into the placing rounds. He kept going up, so it wasn't like he was content getting fifth or sixth just yeah. to say he placed. He's going for the goal, like he wanted. Like that was his goal as an eighth grader. Like, coach, I want to be a state champ. Like he yeah. goes, like these are. I, I think, I think I can do wrestling. I want to be a state champ. He's like, hey, do Red Lion got any like champions? I was like, uh, I don't think so. I was like, I've been around since those six. I haven't like I've seen that Red Lion has a team, but like I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, like, we had one good dude. I don't know how far yeah. he ever got. Like, right, no uh, one. Like uh, I think it was uh. Buddy Smith, I don't know if you remember Buddy. Oh, I know Buddy Smith. Yeah. I didn't know he got that far. Yeah, like I think he got to states, but I don't think he got he placed at all. So that's oh, what okay. and like so I was told him, I was like, dude, if you place, I was like, I think you'd be like the first year, because like, um last year, the year before that, um Red Lion had their first state champion in golf. So they oh, had a wow. kid that placed the one states at golf. He should have won twice, and he got like kind of cheated out of the the year before that. That is politics with the whole this guy golfing compared to girl golfing like the uh, distance okay. stuff. It got crazy, but um, real good kid. He's at Merlin U, um, University of Merlin golfing right now. Real great kid. Oh wow! Yeah, so like I told him, I was like, yeah, man. So you'd be the first wrestler, and he's like, he's after it. So I'm praying that you know this year isn't a wash with the whole COVID. I'm hoping yeah. that he still get his season because this is senior year. Ooh. Like I said, yeah, so. It'd be tough, like, you know, get as far as he did last year to take yeah. fourth and then to come in this year hungry. Like, you uh, know, he's getting bigger, too, man. He showed me the scale. He's at, like, 185, 180-something. I'm like, dude, I had you as an eighth grader, and he was, like, wrestling for me at 138 Jeez. Like, every year. Yeah. Like, it was crazy how he was talking about, like, cutting weight earlier because I used to be on him just, like, just, you know. And it's like it got to the point where sometimes he just looked miserable and trying to make weight and yeah. just, like dude, you're good enough to go up a weight class and it's just right. his contempt of that discipline making mm-hmm. weight. So he wrestled this year at, um, what did he do this year? 60? I think he did 60 this year. Or no, he did 70 this year because his older brother wrestled too. He did 82. So he did 70 and took four. 
So I think next year he might be wrestling eighty two. So it's it might be in his like it was like I think it'd be a great accomplishment for him. Oh, but, definitely. Um, but I was telling him I was like, if you don't though, I was like, at the end of the day, it's just like just something that you know the mindset and mentality I gave you in this sport mm-hmm. goes into life. So when you it really does. Whenever you get, does. you get tough times with bills, you mm-hmm. know. Remember, you did, you know, grueling hours of practice just mm-hmm. for six minutes. Just for a six-minute match, you did eight hours of me yelling at you, making you sweat every day. Like, that same mindset, like, you know, all right, you're going to be hungry. All right, you might have to eat PB&Js for a couple of days. Yeah. But, you know, you're keeping a roof over your head. So, yeah. it's that same mindset. So, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, he gets really into it. Um, I'm not sure if he's thinking about doing it in college. He's really into politics. So, I know he's looking... The, for like colleges for like getting into like debate and like politician stuff so right. so yeah, yeah he's, good luck with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, was saying it's, it's, there's certain things for certain people and there's certain things Jeez, for others that's, so like that's his that's his bread and butter so yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's wrestling and then getting in politics so I was like hey keep that mindset you, you might be running our country one day so I was like, if you do that, you better make sure you remember Coach Beezer man like where you started make sure you give me a shout out oh, and yeah. that. so um yeah man that's that's where we're at now so i'm hoping uh to bring back stronger kids next year hopefully they all be hungry to get out the house and get wrestling so it's crazy so yeah man definitely well we can wrap it up there man and it's been great having you on and hearing your stories and stuff like that like i love i love hearing about people's mindsets and stuff like that's why i had that poster it says mindset is everything right and it's that cat looking in the puddle and he says he's a lion yeah that's yeah a, I mean, that's a that's a dope pick right there man. yeah i, I love it in my house because that's that's something a lot of people like you know forget they just always want to see that kitten and it's like it's more and then there's you gotta just yeah there's more inside mindset. you there's more that you gotta bring out you know and sometimes it takes years Right. To figure it out, like with me, it took yeah. years, years and years and years. But it's there though. That's the thing. Now, it's in you. You know, I'm digging deeper and I'm finding more about myself every day. Right. And that's what I strive for. And that's all people can really do. Right. Like I said, man, it's been an honor, man. Like I catch you on the podcast on YouTube and all that. I see you on the, uh, Instagram and man. and like you know, I keep up with it. Like, you know, I gotta try some of these cool supplements you got, man. You got some crazy flavors that I do wanna I yeah. see the the cocoa pebbles up there and uh, I saw like the whiskey and cola. I was like, Man, those are like I'm not like into the, like, yeah, the free so, stuff and all that. Yeah, so. yeah. So like um so the whiskey and cola, right. I have no idea what that tastes like. <laughs> so Becca tried it and she was like, oh, that does taste like exactly like I was yeah. like, all right. You know, yeah. but dude, it's so good. I even poured it in a glass with like ice and stuff and right. I just chilled. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is so good. All right. So yeah, yeah you got yeah. me so I got to try that. But um, nah, yeah, man, I've been like, I've been itching. It's like, I was about to reach out to you. It's like, yo, when can I, you know, get on there and just holler at you, man? Because uh, Heather always talks like, man. You and Ben are so alike. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. I was like, it's gonna be a dope time. Everybody have fun and just you know chit chat it up and just you know it's like we it's crazy because we're like we're around the same age so like mm-hmm. we know the same people we know like right. the same like athletes we grew up watching and yeah. stuff and we just like we uh we just understand that grind and we understand the work athlete like we have that same mindset we're that tiger we're that kid and that type yeah. of thing and just that's like and that's what I like uh. That's what I, that thrives me, like, to meet people like that. I love yeah. finding people that people say, man, this person is like you. I'm like, 
dude, I want to meet that person. Like, I want that friendship to be the best friendship because they're like yeah. me. We're always going to have a good time. We're exactly. always going to get after it. This is so. why I love, I love doing the podcast because I hear different people's perspectives about things and how they think and how they see the world and, right, right. you know, different stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's enlightened people, man. Just, just enlightened people. Yeah, enlightened. it's fun. It's fun to do. Awesome. So, hey, thanks for having me on, man. Like, hey, man. It's been a blast. Like I said, I got excited once you gave me the call. Like, oh, you're going through. I was like, yes. Like, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, man, definitely. Appreciate you.